insert vows here. We still together. Still together. Stay home order week nine. Is week nine? For me and Naomi is week eight for you. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like counting because it feels like you're counting down. I mean. I don't think at the top of this, I would have imagined that it would have been this long. But um, at this point, I've already informed my supervisor that she's going to have to come and get me (laughs) (laughs) when we have to go back. Yeah, I don't even want to talk on that subject. Yeah, we just going to put Naomi in an Uber. Just kidding, just kidding. Because she still got to go to daycare, but I'm going to be at home. We're going to (laughs) be... We're going to still be quarantined. She will not. She will bring us the coronavirus if we catch it. No, I'm just kidding. That's, I should probably cut that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just kind of feel like some parents are about to be like, oh, phase one in North Carolina, we opening up stuff. Oh, bye, little baby that could go to daycare. Bye, daycares that want to take my kids. Just off the strength of like... No regard for their safety, but just like needing a break. You know what just hit me? What? Yo, imagine having imagine having a five year old right now, <laughs> like in kindergarten, and mm-hmm. you think you're gonna get a break. I'm gonna just stay for home, and then school gonna be let out. What do you mean? Kid oh, ain't going oh, yeah. nowhere. Yeah, true, true. Ain't well, no break. We said all that to say, um, you know. Because this is a full episode show, so we should have opened up the show with vows. But at this point, I mean, y'all know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't really got, I mean. I don't have you had vows for this? Not for this subject. Okay. So we're we're going to lightly touch on some Mother's Day content that we think is appropriate for Mother's Day. And it's not the typical what you get in list and so great to be a mom. I love my mom content. Yeah, like like parenting in general. Yeah. I feel like this is like a um our way thoughts. Or at least for me, that's what I'm gathering from the conversation we had about this episode. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Some good dialogue. Just jump into it, and, like, this is a subject I don't think people talk about or know how to bring up. Yeah. Like, for real. Okay. Like, how do you bring that up? And, well, after time, like, 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 when's the right time to say, you know what, years later? I think it takes a lot of maturity. I think for some of us, it happens earlier than most, but we having a conversation without telling the good people what it exactly it is that we're... We want to discuss. So let's jump into it. Okay. So we would like to discuss with you guys today, um, like when you have that aha moment that you have done the relationship with your mother, because we're talking about Mother's Day. So mm-hmm. we're not excluding fathers. We're just giving the content for Mother's Day. But when um, you have that aha moment that you have done a disservice in the relationship between you and your mom because you have not extended her the proper amount of grace that she deserves as a fully functioning, mistake-prone human being and not this 
cloak and dagger role model completely voided of failures of a person like why are you smiling because i'm just thinking of like just stuff right now Mm -hmm. like it's just all coming back yeah so i think we have these perceptions of our parents when we are coming up that like they should be pseudo perfect that they you know what they say um as far as their advice is is concerned or um just like the things that come out of their mouth like we take them for truths 100 percent as as children and when we grow up and find out like santa claus isn't real or you know our parents got divorced for this or whatever the case may be like you just i think that whether you recognize it and do something about it and your actions show that or not there's resentment sets in yeah and and, and it's interesting like and like i gravitate towards people who are human Mm -hmm. and i'm sitting here having this thought it's like man parents don't really like historic not historically but like traditionally don't get to be human yeah and to me that's like I think that's a gift and a curse in itself where it's like, I, I have to be this perfect being, uh, but then also not showing the real side of you, mm-hmm. who you are, can be a detriment to yeah. like sooner or later. So so elaborate on that. Like, what? why do you feel like that would be a detriment? Because if I see you as this, as this perfect person all the time, mm-hmm. and then like later on in life, and I'm like, hold up. No, uh, I've been thinking you've been perfect this whole time, and then like, you start unraveling, unraveling like mm-hmm. some things, and it's like, wait, that—that's not how it's supposed to be done in the textbook, yeah. whatever the case is. Or, I mean, if you're maybe you're you're sharing with you're you're sharing with your kids or whatever the case is, and you're transparent, mm-hmm. I think that can be helpful, but it also can be harmful. Where, as it. Um, it blurs that line between the parent-child relationship. Yeah. And I think that those two examples are our two examples. Like, obviously, we're not about to get too far deep into this because our moms are not on the podcast and they can't um, speak for themselves. And I think it would only be right to dig into it as deep as we could if they were here. But I'll say um, from a surface level of it, I think that, like, so my mom was the the share. Mm-hmm. Like, she told me what it was. Like, listen, this is this, this is that, and this is what you should and should not say in public. Yeah. And I feel like your mom might have been the opposite. Like, you, your mom and your... As you became an adult, you got to learn, like, who your mom... Who, who she mom, was as a person. As a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just as mom, not just as, like, literally everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, as a woman. Yeah, so, like, just being able to see you know, her personality. Yeah. And, like, even, like, just digging deeper into it and just being, like, like, hearing or, like, seeing my mom, like, through text messages or, like, having conversation, like, out of the blue and just, like, yeah, I apologize. And, like, mm-hmm. one, I blurred out so much. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't even know what you're apologizing for. Like, you you good in my book. And, mm-hmm. like, everything was fine, which I think is, is cool. Like, you... I think it's a privilege in that. It's like, man, like you're shielded from so much. 
of the struggle yeah that you don't, you don't even, even know, know that you're struggling but you also don't even know how to appreciate that like yeah. you don't even know how to appreciate that sacrifice no and i and that that to me that isn't the good part that to me is the, the detriment where it's like man like you don't even realize how much was sacrificed for you to be in this position to begin with yeah for you, you even make it to this point yeah and that to me is where i oftentimes feel guilty especially as a parent was like man like i was taking stuff for granted where nothing should have been shouldn't have been taken for granted for real yeah. or should have been taken for granted and i don't know you had like this guilty feeling like i, I should have been more appreciative i wish i had known mm-hmm. what was sacrificed for me then so i could let you know in that moment yeah how much i appreciate it yeah but I, I, I do feel like, and this is not just like our moms, but all moms, I think that no matter how much time goes by, like the moment that you have that, that um, the realization that like, oh, shit was real. And they, these, this was the situation and this is how my, my mom handled it. The moment that you have that come to Jesus moment with yourself like you should immediately find a way to communicate like your gratitude to your parent because no matter how much time has gone by in between like them you coming up in their house and you being an adult they will forever appreciate the fact that you have now realized like that they could have aborted you <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, not that that's funny. No, no, it's not that it's funny. It's the facial expression. I I we need to clarify. <laughs> I was going to say something else, and Justin was all into it, like giving me the, like, yeah, mm-hmm, babe, right, right on, eyes. And I said, wait, if I say, <laughs> if I use the term, oh boy, he's going to flip the fuck out. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no, like, Ooh. no matter how much time goes by, the moment that you thank your mom for her sacrifices or you just, like, say, like, hey, whatever it is in this community, like, that is the opportunity to say, like, hey, I see you. And I see you for not just you being my mom, but now I have a, a full understanding of how difficult I was mm-hmm. <laughs> for you as a teenager the sacrifices you made as a single mom or just as, as a parent, period, or, or on your body and bringing life into this world. Like, now I understand that. And I just want to say thank you. There's no, what is it called? Um, what's it called? I got all the, all my analogies are ridiculous today. There's no statute of limitation on, on gratitude. That's real, and and I'm holding up the mirror to myself because, like, I voiced that to you, or it's just like where it's all like being a parent is all coming to me now, mm-hmm. and me overthinking how to express it instead of just coming out and just saying like, okay, like here it is, here's what I've realized, here's what I want to let you know that I've realized, yeah, and just express it and show my gratitude. It's mm-hmm. like well, I don't know how to do this. Like, how do I bring up this conversation in, um, in a way where it's received? And, like, just saying it out loud now, 
Yeah. It's going to be received regardless in whatever format it comes out. Oh, absolutely. And no matter how many times you, you do it. Like, I remember... So, I think that, like, so my... I've had, like, an evolution of gratitude for my mom. And it has, like, slowly rolled out. But, like, when I first started realizing, I think maybe... Um, going off to college, like all of my cards to my mom would be like blank Mother's Day cards. And I would write up like paragraphs in the car of like how appreciative I was for like, I was coming into the realization that like, there were a lot of things that I did not understand, even though she was a sharer. Yeah. And then I think more, most recently, like, carrying Naomi I had like started this apology tour with my mom and carrying Naomi because I was like oh wait like my mom did this mm-hmm. right like so she's carried this weight um this is crazy right and so I started to think about my mom I, I put myself in my mom's shoes like okay she was pregnant before like wow, like, I wonder, I I wanted to know more about that time. And I also wanted to make space for us to have a conversation about how much I appreciated her. Yeah. And so it only has evolved further since, like, birthing Naomi. And I, and I've, and I've told her this, and, and, I don't know why, but all of my conversations have started with like, yeah, remember when I did that thing and you were mad and we had a fight? Yeah, I'm sorry. Right? Because I'm just like, whoa. Like when your mom is giving you like the business, like you've done something stupid Mm -hmm. or she's trying to make you pivot in life and making a a better decision for yourself as a teenager. We had no fucking idea how much they loved us in making in in what they were trying to communicate. Yeah, it was coming from a place of love and not at a place of being a hater. Yeah, Yeah, I'm trying to control you and I don't know. Like, I remember even like in us saying this, like my mom would like just tell me no Mm-hmm. Like for stuff that really shouldn't be, like there was no reason for it to be a no in my eyes, mm-hmm. but like no, just to hear like no, like I need you to understand that you don't get everything, yeah. and like these these simple things, like in action, mm-hmm. like how much it meant, like you don't get everything that you want just because it's convenient or just yeah. because you feel like you should have it. Um. And even still, like, and I'm thinking about it, like, just from, and, and a lot of people, like, this is their testimony, like, just, just coming from, like, a single parent, and, like, I'm looking at us as, as a two-parent household, and I'm Clueless. like, yo, how? <laughs> yeah, I would be lost without you. Man, like, just saying, like, yo, how do you do this with two parents? No, I I'm, literally... I'm the, trying to figure out how to do this with two. So how do you do this for one? The sentiment that I have is, like, God is not going to put more on you than you can handle. Like, God knew that neither one of us could handle being a single parent mm. and we together. Yeah. Like, we in here. Get down to lay down. Because <laughs> we ain't got it. 
Man, over here playing uh, hot potato. Listen, as parents and hot potato on our nerves. Like, all right, you 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 took a little seven second break. Okay, I will take her. Oh, you need a little listen. But to be there and be like, oh, okay, like I'm gonna go to work all day, mm -hmm. and then not only do I have to come home and immediately be a full time parent, but I gotta go and be a full. I gotta go be a chef. I got to be the one to clean up. Mm -hmm. I got to be the one to tell bedtime stories, get people ready for bed. Mm -hmm. And then I got to do it all over again. Got to be the bad guy. Got to be the bad guy. Got to be the mediator mm -hmm. and try to stay sane. Yeah. Like, that's wild to me. And I, and I would say, and, and me saying this out loud uh, and just talking about appreciation and one of the things I want to do, like, I would say for me, it was cool because my I grew up with... Uh, Additionally, with my, my grandmother's uh, sisters and my great aunts. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't get that, don't get that support system mm -hmm. to where you have those other people there, too, who are help raising and instill those values mm -hmm. when somebody is having to work all the time. Because yeah. a lot of times, like, you're left to your own vices and oh, absolutely. having to figure out what you, whatever your set of mores are. <laughs> Your morals, like you're having to come up with that on your own or from other people, but having people who are actively instilling those into you, like because a lot of people's parents, you know, work all the time, and yeah, that's just to put to. food on because you have to. It's not by choice. Mm -hmm. So to have that support system there to help raise you and help mold you into who you're capable capable of being, like that's something that you, you should really be appreciative of. So what I hear you saying is your motherhood tribe extends beyond your mom. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I actually, um, I can say same. However, um, so I think my motherhood tribe goes beyond my mom. Like while I was under her roof, it, it stretched to my godmother. And then I was, feel like I can say fortunate enough to um, know both sets of my grandparents and have them in my life for what probably for most people is an extended period of time. Um, so I think that's my extension. And I appreciate them because we both come from single, single parent homes. Um, so yeah. So on this Mother's Day, like, don't like... In addition to giving a lot of grace and gratitude to your to your mom, but take this opportunity, especially during like this craziness that's going on in the world, if those individuals who are like your extended motherhood tribe, an aunt, a grandmother, um, godmother, friends, a, a woman who assisted your mom in making sure that you were straight. Like extend that Mother's Day love to that to her too, even if, even if you haven't even spoken to this person, but and it could be a neighbor who was just like, yeah, I know her mom is out working, like she's home by herself. I'm gonna make sure she, she good. Yeah, and 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 I'll take it a step further. Even friends or acquaintances or Facebook people, like Facebook or social media people that you see mm -hmm. and may not even be close to, like if they. They lost someone recently. Yeah. Like, like reach out to those people because, like, you don't, especially if you if you have your mom with you, like, mm -hmm. reach out to those people because you never know, like, how hard they're handling it, yeah. like, around this time of year. And then even 
um, to add on to that, like if you have a friend or you know someone who's a single parent or a single mom, like reach out to them because you get all these these like of course like yeah. joking memes like about single moms and whatever the case mm-hmm. is. But like man, like it's it's hard being a two parent household. So just imagine what these people are going through, especially in today's time, especially. You know, talking about like COVID nineteen and the quarantine that we're going through, and people losing jobs, like the yeah. stress that they uh, are undoubtedly under. Mm-hmm. To to be a parent and to not wake up every day not knowing if you have a job or how you're going to provide. Yeah, throw a couple coins in the in the single mom's cash app. Absolutely. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I need to know where that? my money going. So let oh, me know. Oh my god, why uh, does it matter? Let me know. I can't with you. So I I do want to circle this conversation back to an extension of grace to your parents. And um, so I will, without sponsorship, shout out um, Charlemagne the God's book, Shook Ones, the second book to, what was his first book called? Uh, Black Privilege. Black Privilege. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the... His first book, Black Privilege, was was great. Um, I, I love learning about the evolution of him. But then his second book, Shook Ones, um, I won't go into a full book review here. But there, I have a favorite chapter in that book, and it is um, Parental Paranoia. And in that book, he speaks from his, his personal, but then also after each chapter follows a um, a male therapist that pretty much deciphers through his education, basically what Charlemagne just just referenced and and how to um, how to dig deeper into that if that's what you want to do. And so they say something a couple really a couple of really profound things in that chapter. Um, and one of which is like we we live what we learned. Mm-hmm. And I think that that one particular um, that one particular note hit home for me because I feel like people our age, we we are millennials. We identify as millennials. (laughs) Um, But people our age, we have this thing where like whatever our background is, how we were brought up, whatever our circumstance was, whatever we had and whatever we didn't have, it obviously has shaped us into who we are. But then we might move away from home, get a little too big for our bridges, become parents and think our parents just did this thing totally wrong. And we got all the answers now. And we're going to raise our kids like this. We're going to hit or we're going to not hit. We're going to give our kids options. We're going to explain shit to our kids. Like, or we're going to breastfeed and our parents didn't do that. Regardless of like what the disconnect is between how you were raised and how you are choosing to raise your child. I want to use this opportunity to say, like, understand that if we are the product of what we have lived, our parents are the same. Mm. So they gave us what was given to them. Yeah. And whatever evolution in between happened in between how they were raised and what they learned before they became parents. Right. Yeah. And I don't think that we extend enough grace there. We always kind of we build our stories up based upon the things that we didn't have 
in the struggles that we had to endure, right? Yeah. But we never really build our stories on saying like, "There's no but." There's or or there might be. I I don't know how to how to communicate this, but like, oh yeah, we were poor. But rarely do we get the like, but my mom did the best she could, right? Yeah. It's really just like you mold your story out of the struggle. So let's try to turn it around. Like, let's try to move beyond the struggle and really see like this person for like the human freaking being yeah. that they are. Yeah. And and like I'm sitting here thinking about it and you're like, you can only be what you, you've you seen in a mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. But, so think about this. Think about your friends, like the friends that you have who are, who are parents, who are moms right now, and then think about like your circle of influence who mm-hmm. you go to work with. Now imagine though, these are the only people that you see being mothers. And there isn't an Instagram mm-hmm. where you can see people in the same circle, like doing different stuff or like the thoughts that you have in your head mm-hmm. can being we pause, cultivated. Pause and just acknowledge that you said they don't have an Instagram seeing people do different things. He didn't say they don't have an Instagram and we're watching people do better things. It's just different. Mm, no, so, and, and that's a whole nother, yeah. like, you know, topic in itself, but I, and we can circle back to that. But so, but you don't have this circle of influence to where you can see people doing different things or thinking outside the box. All you have is the people you've grown up around. Mm-hmm. Uh, your mom only had a, a grandmother, a sister, aunts, uncles, church members. And mm-hmm. we know how, like nothing against the church, but we know how judgmental the church can be or mm-hmm. trying to put the values on you or the people that you go to work with. So or that's the all you have. Raised you. The people who raised you. Mm-hmm. So that's all you have to go off of and... You want this person who can't see anything outside this bubble mm-hmm. to support you, to support you yeah. and be what you think they should have been in retrospect 20 years ago. Yeah. So that's that's tough to do. And then when I say like being seeing something different, I think a lot of times that we can segue to this, like we want to compare parenting so much. Like, Oh, yeah. No, I've said this several times. Like parenting is the most criticized job that you will ever hold in the on the like it parenting doesn't even compare it to being the president of the united states when we talk about criticism yeah there's not like people who are not parents will criticize the shit that you do (laughs) true without kids like oh you should be doing it this way like uh this is what you should be feeding your child. Like, yeah. uh, and even yourself, like you criticize yourself. Like, yeah. man, did I do this right? Like you're always under a microscope as a parent mm-hmm. and like give yourself the space to be you. Yeah. And, and, to, don't figure be so hard. and to figure it out. Like you're not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. Somebody's going to have an opinion. It's not okay. Yeah. But I'm don't worry about it. Of- <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm the queen of, yeah, I ain't really asked for that information. Like, no, I don't I don't want to hear it. Like, yeah. I will not post something just because I don't want the comments to be, have you tried? Nope. Mm-mm, I'm good. I got Google. Mm-hmm. And then if I need you, I, I'll just, I will specifically ask you, right? Because I want to, I want to know what you did. But this is, yeah, get, listen. You said they ain't have Instagram, but shit, they ain't have Google either. You couldn't even Google. Like, you, and you don't have to, if you're a single parent, like, you don't have time to read a book. Like, what you going 
That's pretty broad, babe. I think there's a couple single parents out there that got. No, I'm talking about like back then. Like so, like not only did you not have like the social media, like you didn't, you didn't have like the time to sit there and read a book or oh, whatever yeah. magazine or like to dig into it. Parenting, uh, whatever the case. But is. even if I think even if you did have the time to be like, oh, like let me explore other options in the world of parenting. You still have to go back and try to implement this new fantastic thing that you've read about, right? Yeah. In a community of people who are not supporting your choice. Mm. Yeah. And then it's like, damn, if you're a single parent, you 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 kind of need them to su- to support you. I mean, we I was just talking to um a friend of ours, um, not in the state, and she, we were FaceTiming each other, and she was just, like, looking kind of bent out of shape. And I was like, yeah, where are you coming from? And she was like, yeah, I just picked up um, her son. She had just picked up her son, and the person who was watching him for her said something really out of the box to her, and it was just like, yeah, you can tell that you are his safe space because he only he's only bad around you like he don't he don't do that type of stuff when he's at my house and I was like did you feel like that was okay for her to say because that that would have been the last time that person was like watching my kid like that's not okay like of course I'm a safe space for my kid yeah yeah and I just don't understand there's no like Outside of the obvious, like, abuse, neglect, all that. Like, there's no right or wrong way to do this thing. We're going to get into the weeds if we keep talking about this. Because we could go on and on and on. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, I'm going to shift a little bit and say, like, from, like, fellas, we get we get our, our day. So this, this isn't about <laughs> you. Um, I'm going to shift the focus to significant others, mm-hmm. whatever you are. If you're a co-parent, if you're... If you're a, a a boyfriend, if you're a, a husband, whatever the case is, like this is. Let's shift the way that we lead in our household, especially when it comes to parenting. Like you need to support your significant other, especially like, and, and one of the biggest ways you can do that. And not the only way, let me highlight that, but one of the biggest ways you can do that is from a, a parenting perspective, like helping them be a mom. Like, mm-hmm. so you need to step up and be a dad. Like, what are these things that are traditionally done that you grew up in? Mm-hmm. And how do you break those generational co- curses of parenting? Mm-hmm. Like, if it was always like the the wife needs to cook or the mom needs to change the diaper or whatever the case is, oh do you not have two hands? Y'all don't get. Can you don't, not read a book? Listen, like whatever the case I'll, is. So I will cut Justin off for y'all because don't let him get started on the amount of men who have expressed to him that they do not change diapers. Which is wild to me. Like, wait, you don't you don't have two hands? Like, mm. why? What about your anatomy says that you can't do this? Yeah, or that you shouldn't do this. And to me, if you say, "Hey, I don't do this because I'm a man." So are you telling me that your significant other is less than you? Yeah. Because why are you with him? You mm-hmm. you don't have a significant other. You have a servant. So mm-hmm. what are you really doing? But that's, again, we're getting into the weeds. Yeah. So, and I say that to say, like, man, we, there is opportunity for us to step up. And, and it's through educating ourselves. It's through thinking outside the box. It's through. The posts uh, that you make on social media for Mother's Day. 
I mean, even that, like, it's being like, hey, you don't have to, you don't have to do it the same way. You don't have to feel like you have to conform to this narrative of what men should be to their wives or men should be to the the mothers in their lives and whatever capacity that is. Like, mm-hmm. let's do our part to help prop them up mm-hmm. and help be their significant other to where we're working as a team, and it doesn't have to be this segmented yeah. situation. And I feel like that needs to be communicated across the board of all parenting dynamics. So, like, if you're co-parenting, like, you guys are not even together, it may not be, like, a you prop her up, but at least play your role so that she's not playing yours and hers. Mm. And, and that's it simply, like, yeah. in, in, in any respect. like, mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to take a commercial break so Justin can calm down about men not changing diapers. Um, and we'll, we'll come back. <laughs> and we're back. So, I'm thinking that... Um, we should say something to our moms. To our mums. My mom? Come on, man. <laughs> Let me tell y'all. Naomi, for whatever reason, it probably was Justin, because I really feel like my mom is really country. And you're the only country thing in this house. <laughs> so she got it from you some way, shape, or form. But Naomi has been referring to me as mama. And I don't like it, like, at all. Well, it's here to stay. You know, I know I didn't, I gained a little weight. My arm's looking like I could cook. And um, the my mom, I just kind of feel like solidifies the weight. Still fine. Babe, but she got me feeling like big mama off of soul food. <laughs> she do. I, that's who you call my mom. Somebody older, heavier, wiser. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with that. I'm mommy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <sighs> I know. People got bigger things to worry about. First world problems. I know they are. First world millennial problems. Um... But at any rate, so oh, bef- so wait before y'all rap, before we rap, before y'all rap. What I've been drinking? How many of us is in here? What's y'all? <laughs> but no, so listen, guys. So I um, and okay, so let me go back. We I feel like we're on our little soapbox, mm-hmm. and this is not to say like our relationships with our moms are like super perfect. We are all a work in progress here, especially Ashley and Cheryl. <laughs> um, I love my mom to death. And I have just, like, continued to, like, seriously find different ways to see the human in her, um, as especially as I have become a mom. And um, we recently took a trip. I took her to California for, um, to celebrate her, dang, how how old did my mom turn? Sean, you can't tell her age. Oh, I can't? 
okay to turn her um for her not 50 birthday <laughs> okay <laughs> and we had a really good time but like the trip was not without like us like trying to chew each other's head off at one point and i just kind of feel like those are the moments that like you you'll still have those moments and giving your mom grace and giving your mom gratitude and seeing her for human and evolving in your relationships like it's still like any other relationship there are going to be ups and downs there are going to be places where we push one another our parents obviously especially our mom well I'm not going to say especially but our moms want the absolute best for us and I think that I know like in our situation and our dynamic like I want the best for my mom too and so we have this like tug of war relationship where we push one another to like do our best and for me, I would be fully transparent and say, Mom, I have to work on how I communicate me wanting you to see your fullest potential. And I'll say that to the world and follow it up with, I would not be who I am without you. And I love you with everything that I have. And you did really well. That's what I can say without, like, being emotional. Because if I really started, like, having a full-blown conversation about how I feel about my mom, especially post, like, becoming a mom, I would be on this joint soaking the phone. Mm -hmm. I think she did really well, too. Oh. First row view. <clears throat> A first what? Oh my god. First row. <sighs> Mr. Ross. Mom. Mom. <laughs> if you made it to this point in this podcast. Oh my gosh. I asked that you skip over the uh marriage caviar sex episode that we did Go before ahead, this one. About it. Skip over a couple of them, Ashley. Just listen to this one. Yeah, just listen to this one. Um, <laughs> no, honestly, thank you for everything. I truly appreciate it. Um, and, and I don't mean this lightly. I would not be where I am today without you. And I couldn't imagine, actually, where I'd be if you weren't who you are and who you've become. Uh, I continue to be proud of you, continue to wish you the most happiness ever and wish you the best in life and continue growth. Thank you. Um, I appreciate you. We appreciate you. Our family, sister, brother, everybody. How you know? Because I know. After when you said we, I thought you was talking about me and Naomi. I was like, yeah. I, I did. That was all encompassing. Oh, okay. But no, so like just just know that between the words and between the calls, like I'm always praying for you. I'm always thankful for you and, and wishing you the best. And that you did a great job. And I want you to be proud of everything that you did. 
who you raise, mm-hmm. and all that you've accomplished. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> as an ode to the moms out there. And the mom tribes. The mom tribes, like, keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Whether you, you have a great partner or you're doing it on your own, don't forget who you are individually outside of being a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, keep doing great things. Uh, for those of you who have had great moms and no longer do, uh, be appreciative of the memories that they left with you mm-hmm. and the blessings that they've given you and what they've instilled. And what they've given you, take that and pass that along in whatever capacity that you can to leave, to let their legacy leave on. Come on, Pastor Troy. That's what I got. Oh, your sermon done. Yeah, you, you know. <laughs> See, if I was a pastor and they were like, oh, oh my God. I'm just saying, you know, how to be like, hey, take your time. I ain't taking my time. I'm getting my own up out of here. And this is why you're not a pastor. Exactly. We ain't got time for all that. You also have a definitely, you're definitely afraid of nuns. So being a pastor would probably get in the way of that. No nuns will be allowed in my church. Oh my gosh. You guys, this has been another episode of Marriage Caviar to all the moms out there. Um, we love and appreciate everything that you pour into this world. Please take a moment to not only show your mom some gratitude and some grace, but to show yourself some gratitude, some grace, an opportunity um, to grow and to learn more about yourself, not just as a mom. Don't forget about your individual. Most importantly, if you are not okay as an individual, um, you cannot be okay for your kids. Mm 